Welcome to Canada Reimagined. I'm Patrick Esmond-White. This episode, The Key to the North. Look at the map of Canada with fresh eyes. How much of Canada have you actually visited? This land is so incredibly vast, even those who live in the North can barely imagine the diversity and scale of a country encircled by three ocean coastlines. Our southern border wanders along a line near the midpoint between the North Pole and the equator. Most Canadians huddle along this line on the fertile land close to the American border. Few Canadians ever venture far north. When on vacation, we go south. This wilderness is Canada's greatest barely-tapped wealth. It's a vast reservoir of precious minerals, massive boreal forests, endless lakes and rivers, and an amazing variety of ecosystems. Throughout history, humans harvested the wealth of this magnificent land for millennia. It sustained the First Nations. Then, Europeans arrived and got rich on fur, fish, lumber, wheat, minerals, oil, and gas. This exploitation was a tale of boom and bust, of cycles of wealth that gave way to shattered dreams and environmental destruction. We can see this cycle with our own eyes as the world grapples with climate change. Canadians can hear the death bell tolling for the zombie oil industry. Even Albertans know this in their heart of hearts. But already, we can see the outlines of a new age of prosperity. Yes, Canada has many industries, all important in a balanced economy, yet it is the storehouse in the north that offers true wealth. For Canada, the next age of prosperity will be based on green mining. Mineral resources are desperately needed by a world rebuilding. Mining, including all the industries that make it possible and all the industries involved in processing ore, will be the cornerstone of Canada's future prosperity. At the same time, there's an absolute requirement that we reverse climate change and protect natural ecosystems. In short, green mining. There is a warning flag in all this. International development experts call it the resource curse. Countries rich in natural resources often have more poverty, more corruption, and less democracy than countries with fewer natural resources. So, we need to figure out how to reboot Canadian mining, ensure it's green, share the wealth, and build democracy. A very tall order. As it happens, for several years in the 1990s, I managed a project for the World Bank that attempted to get mining companies interested in Africa. I learned that mining companies make major investment decisions based on a number of factors. If environmental activists and indigenous communities fight a project tooth and nail, investors will disappear. If governments are corrupt and untrustworthy, investors will disappear. If costs for labor, energy and transportation are all through the roof, investors will disappear. That's happening in Canada today. As in local communities around the world, Canada's indigenous people fight to protect the land even if they want development. Making things worse, we have a confusing patchwork of government stakeholders, 
costs in Canada are high, investors are frightened off. Now, as you look at that map I mentioned and the land where mineral reserves are found, it's almost without exception on what's called crown land. In fact, 90% of all Canada is crown land. Half of this is provincial, the other half is federal. All of it was occupied for millennia by Indigenous peoples. These are all stakeholders that need to get on the same page when it comes to mining. But before getting to political solutions to take advantage of our massive mineral reserves, we must start with the issues driving costs and driving climate change. The most immediate need in the North is for clean, affordable energy. All communities in the North need energy. All industries, mining, forestry, tourism and others need energy. But it cannot be oil-based. Canada and the planet have no time to waste being polite to that zombie oil industry. The climate crisis is all too real. We need to get rid of oil and gas and switch to green energy at warp speed. We need lots of energy in the far north. Here's the problem. The north relies on diesel and gasoline that's shipped in. It's dirty and expensive. The future north will need abundant energy produced cleanly. The key to the north is finding a solution to this problem. So ahead, I'll take a tour of the green alternatives as they all apply up north. You've been listening to Canada Reimagined. I'm Patrick Esmond White. My thanks for assists from the Ottawa Legends hockey team, including the theme music from Tom Plant, artwork by Tom Evans, and technical support from Mike Mackin. Tune in again, and please spread the word 